Greetings to those who watch below. Throughout the years, many, many people have conspired to pull the wool over our eyes with crazy and often elaborate hoaxes. From fairies at the bottom of the garden, to hybrid monsters. Today, we take a look at 10 hoaxes that fooled almost everybody. Number 10. Ompak's Spatuloids. Let's start off this list with a bit of fun that possibly went too far. This supposed Australian fish, which was said by many to be venomous, was actually a joke literally cooked up by the people of Gainder Station, Queensland in 1872. This fish was prepared, cooked, and served to Carl Theodore Steger, who just happened to be the director of the Brisbane Museum. Steger then sent a sketch to fish expert Francis de la Porte de Castelnau, who described the species to the world in 1879. Despite being made from the head of a platypus, the body of a mullet, and the tail of an eel, this fake continued to pop up on lists of Australian fishes until the 1930s, some 50 years later. Number 9. The Cardiff Giant Now here's a truly tall tale. On the 16th of October, 1869, workers digging a well on the farm of William Newell in Cardiff, New York, discovered the remains of a 10-foot-tall petrified man. Newell knew he was on to a good thing, and started charging the public 25 cents to see the supposed giant. This price quickly doubled, and so did the crowds. The community was divided over the man's authenticity, but this just stoked the flames of curiosity. Eventually, even the famous showman, P.T. Barnum, became interested, and offered to buy the giant for a price of $50,000. After being rebuked, Barnum secretly created a replica of the giant and displayed it himself, claiming that his was the original. In truth, neither giant was real. The first was the brainchild of a New York tobacconist called Greg Hull. Hull had covertly had the giant cut from gypsum and weathered artificially to give it its ancient appearance. The giant was then shipped to his cousin, William Newell's farm, who buried the statue and hired some men to dig it up again. When Barnum started claiming that Hull's giant was fake, Hull was infuriated and sued Barnum. But on December the 10th, he admitted to the press that both giants were in fact forgeries. The court eventually ruled that Barnum couldn't be sued for calling a fake giant a fake, and the case was thrown out. If you're ever around Cooperstown, New York, make sure you check out the Farmer's Museum there, for Hull's original giant is still on display. Number 8. The Lying Stones Some people just can't take it when something they discover turns out to be a hoax. This was the case for Professor Johann Bartholomeus Adam Beringer, who in 1725 discovered a number of limestone fossils, that showed various animals, such as frogs and spiders. Uniquely for fossils, some also bore the name of God, in Hebrew, Latin, and Arabic characters. Beringer was so impressed with these findings, that he devoted his time to writing a book on the miraculous artifacts. 
In actuality, the stones were carved by fellow members of the University of Würzburg. J. Ignaz Roderick, the Professor of Geography and Mathematics, and Johann George von Eckhart. Both men thought Beringer to be extremely arrogant, and reckoned he needed bringing down a peg or two. And that they did, despite critics telling Beringer that the stones were clearly not natural, as they had obvious chisel marks, the headstrong man simply agreed with them, but ascertained that God had carved the stones by hand, and signed them as a proud artist would. Eventually, the two hoaxes tried to let Beringer down gently by telling him of their ruse, but he wouldn't have it, and eventually tried to sue the men to save his honour. This backfired though, as the truth came out in court, and all three men involved were disgraced among their peers. Number 7. Our First Time Now, not every hoax is perpetrated by people hundreds of years ago. This next one is one of the first to appear on the internet. The scam happened in 1998, when the web was still pretty young. A pair of 18-year-olds, named Mike and Diane, decided that their first time sleeping with someone was something that had to be shared with the world. Yeah, I know. They set up the website called OurFirstTime.com so that people literally anywhere in the world could watch one of the most intimate moments of their lives. In fact, so many people tried to watch the couple getting STI checks and telling their parents what they planned to do, but the website routinely crashed under the weight of its visitors. Mike and Diane's plan soon fell apart though, as it turned out that both of them were actors, called Ty Taylor and Michelle Palmer. And even worse, the whole idea was a scam, to get website visitors to pay $5 each to verify their age. And once they had all that money, the website team would state that the couple decided not to go through with the act after all, and would head down the bank with all that money. Needless to say, this never happened. Number 6. Alien Autopsy One of the most famous hoaxes of modern times is the alien autopsy footage. This 17 minute long black and white film was released to the world in 1995 and purported to show the autopsy of an alien entity that was recovered from the wreckage of the 1947 crash near Roswell, New Mexico. The owner of the footage was Londoner Ray Santilli, who stated for 11 years that the footage was genuine and had been sold to him by the cameraman who shot the incredible video. Despite much argument and debate about the veracity of the film, the truth eventually surfaced in 2006 when doing an interview for the British comedy film Alien Autopsy, based on the experiences of Santilli, he came clean about the whole affair. During the interview, Santilli admitted that the film he sold to television networks worldwide was not the genuine article. He also said, though, that the film was a reconstruction of the footage that the mysterious cameraman showed him back in 1992, as the original footage had since degraded, but promised that a few frames of the original were inserted into his restoration project. The alien was created by artist and sculptor John Humphreys, who came out saying that over three weeks he managed to create two alien carcasses, as well as several alien artefacts from the crash site in Roswell, that can be seen in the background of the film. 
He also played the part of the medical examiner so that he could control the effects used. Talk about a hoax that's out of this world. Number 5. Fiji Mermaids As a species, we know very little about what lays beneath our oceans. So, when in 1822, American Captain Samuel Barrett Eads was offered a genuine mermaid corpse by Japanese sailors, he jumped to the opportunity and purchased the mythical creature. Thus begins the tale of the Fiji mermaid. Until his death, Eads showcased the mermaid to the public in order to recoup the fee of $6,000 he had originally paid for it. The mermaid was actually a hybrid taxidermy that was made from the head and torso of a monkey and the tail of a fish, a practice that was quite common with the religious rites of some eastern sailors who probably had a laugh at the captain they had so easily duped. It wasn't until after Eats' death that the monkey-fish hybrid really gained fame as it was sold by Eads' son to Moses Kimball of the Boston Museum. Kimball then took the creature to our old friend P.T. Barnum in 1842. Barnum, who instantly saw a moneymaker, rented the artifact from Kimball and after drumming up publicity, showcased the mermaid in his museum until it was seemingly lost in a fire during the 1860s. Since then, numerous Fiji mermaids have appeared around the globe, showing that mankind's fascination with the mythical is not going away anytime soon. Number 4. The Piltdown Man This next hoax is really something, as it shook many scientific beliefs, and for a while at least, skewed our view of the evolution of man. In 1912, Charles Dawson, claimed that a workman near Piltdown, East Sussex, had given him a skull fragment that had been found at the quarry in 1908. After searching the area, Dawson found more skull fragments, and, after enlisting the head of the geology department at the British Museum, Arthur Smith Woodward, found enough pieces to painstakingly restore the relic. What the gentleman found was truly astounding. The skull contained both modern human and ape-like features, leading many to believe that this was in fact the skull of the long-sought-after missing link between apes and humans. Dawson passed away in 1916, spending his final years battling against those scientists who doubted his claims, stating that the fossil was merely a human skull with an ape jawbone. However, it wasn't until 1953 that critics decisively put the Piltdown Man to rest, proving that the skull was from a medieval man and that the teeth and jawbone were from a chimpanzee or orangutan fossils that had been artificially aged by the hoaxer, who was later proven in 2016 to probably be Dawson himself. Number 3. Jacko No, no, not that Jacko. Though just like Bubbles, this hoax does involve an ape. On the 4th of July, 1884, the British Columbian newspaper, The Daily Colonist, reported on a strange creature that was captured in Yale, British Columbia, and resembled a gorilla-type creature. This led to hundreds of people going to the jail where the creature was being held, only to find that they had been duped by some good old 19th century fake news. As Jacko, as the beast was dubbed, 
didn't even exist. This, however, did not stop 1950s journalist Brian McKelvey from finding the story and running with it, resurrecting the myth that was Jacko. Despite researchers pointing out sceptical reports about the case, Jacko had gained a life of his own, and to this day, is used as a possible piece of evidence for the existence of Sasquatch, despite this never being mentioned in the original article. Number 2. The Surgeon's Photograph Undoubtedly one of the most famous cryptids in all the world is the beloved Scottish beast, the Loch Ness Monster. So imagine the frenzy that happened when in April of 1934, London-based gynaecologist Robert Kenneth Wilson took a photograph of the elusive creature's head and neck and had it published in the Daily Mail newspaper. Wilson shied away from the fame of being the man who snapped the stunning photo, so the picture was instead named the surgeon's photograph. For many, many years, the picture was considered to be definitive proof of the monster's existence, despite skeptics claiming the beast was a misidentification and was probably driftwood, a bird, an otter, or even an elephant. Eventually speculation became too great, and in the early 90s, the original photograph was professionally examined. According to specialists, the water ripples around Nessie were just that. Small ripples, not waves, churned up by a mighty beast. The picture was agreed to be an elaborate hoax using forced perspective to make a model look monster-sized and was most likely a submarine with a head stuck on top and planted by a disgruntled member of staff from the Daily Mail who ran the photo in the first place. Most point the finger of blame at Marmaduke Weatherall as the mastermind of this plan, and to be fair, the plan worked, fooling most of the world for almost 60 years. Number 1. The Cottingly Fairies 60 years is nothing compared to our final hoax, which it was eventually revealed by its perpetrators nearly 70 years after they committed their ruse. Who were these people, you say? Who fooled even legendary writer Arthur Conan Doyle? Surely they must be academic geniuses. Nope. The Cottingley Fairies hoax was committed by two young girls. Back in 1917, Nine-year-old Frances Griffin was staying with her aunt, uncle, and cousin. Frances's cousin Elsie was the elder of the two at 16, but both of them often enjoyed playing together by the stream at the bottom of Elsie's garden. They often got into trouble for getting their dresses wet and dirty while playing, but stated that they only went down there to see the fairies. And to prove this, they took Elsie's father's camera and headed down to capture the mythical wee folk on film. Half an hour later, they returned triumphantly. When the photographs were developed, it became clear that the girls had in fact taken five pictures with fairies. The photographs eventually came to the attention of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, the creator of Sherlock Holmes and self-professed spiritualist. After having the photographs analysed by three separate bodies including Kodak, professional opinion was two to one in favour that the photographs had not been faked. Therefore, Doyle ran with the pictures and made them public. Opinion was split over the veracity of the fairies for many years, and in 1921, 
interest in them began to wane. Later, in 1966, Elsie was tracked down and in an interview stated that the pictures were not of fairies, but of figments of her imagination that had been captured on film. After numerous public interviews and various people claiming that the pictures were fakes, using strings to hold up the figures, the girls eventually came clean in 1983, almost 70 years after taking the pictures. They stated that they had made cardboard cutouts of the fairies, which were held up by hat pins, and later they had disposed of the evidence in the stream. What had started out as a practical joke against their families had soon gotten out of hand, and Francis and Elsie were too embarrassed to admit their forgery once Arthur Conan Doyle had been duped. During one interview, Francis has said, I never even thought of it as being a fraud, it was just Elsie and I having a bit of fun, and I can't understand to this day why people were taken in. I guess they just wanted to be taken in. Francis and Elsie died in 1986 and 1988 respectively, but they most definitely have left a lasting legacy in this world. And that's our list. Thank you so much for watching this video. Did I miss any hoaxes that you love? If so, let me know in the comments. Also, if you enjoyed this video, make sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channel for more videos each week. Also, on the 25th of July, my entry for Chilling Tales for Dark Knight's Evil Idol competition will be up for voting. Make sure you check it out and leave a like on the video to ensure that I make it through to the next round. So, until next time, sleep tight. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big.